Shabbat Shalom, everyone. It is a pleasure to see you in the sense that I know you exist out there. And I want to talk today about something that happened to Moshe that happens to us and to Israel. And I'm going to begin by telling you a story from the second century where the emperor Hadrian, emperor of Rome, was walking through the streets and a woman approached him and she said to him, I have a complaint for you. And he said, I don't have time to hear your complaints. And she said, then stop being emperor. And that idea, the idea that, in fact, you don't get to choose the degree to which you hear people's complaints if you're in a position of leadership, well, that idea actually has a beautiful parallel in a story that came out of Eastern Europe from the Hasidic world about a Hasidic rabbi who went to his shamus, to his ritual director, and said to him, you know, all I hear all day are people complaining and fetching and telling me their problems and telling me their difficulties, and I don't know what to do. And the shamus said, I know what you should do. The rabbi said, what? He said, give your salary back. The point being that if you're a leader, and it's not only a religious leader or a national leader, but a leader in a corporation, a leader in a group, a leader in an organization, you're going to get the complaints and difficulties and problems that are part of that organization. But Moses, Moses is different. Moses didn't get a salary. Moses did not choose to be in leadership. Moses said when God came to him, send anybody you want, just leave me out of it. I don't want to do this. But he had no choice. God forced him into leadership and then Moses paid for it. How much did Moses pay for it? We can tell in this week's Parsha. When Moses says, Echa esa levadi, how do I carry this people alone? And the first word and the last word there, Echa and levadi, those are keys that if we follow them through the Torah, describe an entire world and teach us something so profound about who we are. And what it is, not only to be a leader, but to be a people. Because that word echa, we are going to hear again. We're going to hear it again this week on Tisha B'Av. Echa Yashva Badad. The city, how we sit alone. How desolate we feel. And solitary we feel, says the book of Echa, the book of Lamentations, as the Jews are exiled from their land. And you'll notice that those two words, Echa and Badad, are the same as those which Moses speaks. Echa levadi. Echa, the lament of aloneness. And this we already knew was a terrible human condition. 
because there are only two places in the entire Torah where something is called Lotov with those words. The first is in the story of creation of Adam, where God says, Lo tov heyot adam levado. It's not good that a person should be alone. And just in case you didn't get the message, the one other time lo tov is used is when Yitro, who is Moses' father-in-law, says to him, lo tov hadavar hazeh asher This is not good the thing that you are doing. And what is the thing that he's doing that's not good? He's judging the people alone. Those conjuries, those combinations of words, echa, levad, lotov. They teach us, first of all, something about Moshe and Moshe's desperate aloneness. in his struggle to lead the people through the wilderness. But the fact that Echa becomes then a legacy, repeated in the Haftarah that Anna chanted for us this morning, repeated in the words of Isaiah, Echa, how bereft, how tragic, How painful is Moses' experience that has echoes throughout Jewish history? This is an Am, this is a nation that dwells Badad alone. And this has been the great tragedy of Jewish history was over and over and over and over again in different lands, in different languages. The legacy of Moshe, the one alone, was bequeathed to the Jewish people so that we were alone, so that we did not have people around us who helped us, cared for us, supported us. Echa, how painful it is to be alone. And so the Israelites walked to Babylonia in the time of lamentations of Echa, and the prophet Jeremiah sees a people that is alone in the world that cries out and is not answered that weeps and has none to comfort them. When we commemorate the holiday of Tisha B'Av, it is not only the tragedy, it is not only the death, it is not only the destruction of the temple, it is the aloneness that our ancestors felt. That they walked through the world with none to take their hand as Moshe walked through the desert and felt that he had to carry the people alone. This is the existential condition of every human being. At moments, we all feel alone. 
But if we are lucky and if we are blessed, then we also have moments when someone that we care about who is close to us relieves the burden of ultimate aloneness. But in these moments of leadership, Moshe did not feel that. And in the moments of tragedy in our history, the Jewish people has not felt that. Sometimes we turn to those who were supposed to help only to find that the open hand became a closed fist. In these days, in these days, of course, we are in a very different situation from those of our ancestors. We do not live in a world in which the Jewish people feels it is entirely alone. And yet, over and over again, there are hints of that same isolation that goes all the way back to the lament of Moshe and to the book of Echa. Echa Yashvabadad. How does the city sit solitary? Jerusalem was left alone. We abandoned it because we had no choice for thousands of years. Until once again, it was not alone. Till once again, Jerusalem and the Jewish people were reunited. We are blessed in these days to have people who care for us, who help us, who are our allies and our friends. And we are theirs. We are not in the same situation as the Jews who wept the tears of Echa or Moshe, who walked Levad alone through the desert. But we must never lose the awareness and the consciousness of what it was for those who came before us, for those who felt the isolation and the pain of being the only ones in the world who seemed to care. On Tisha B'Av, we sit on the floor and we remember the sufferings of our ancestors, not only because they deserve to have their sufferings remembered, but because we need to be reminded. We need to know what it is to be alone. We need to reach out to those who are our friends and to one another. In the end, God gathers Moshe up and assures Moshe that he is not alone. And in the end, we too are not alone. 
but we cannot forget the struggle. We cannot forget the pain. And we cannot stop hoping for the redemption. Shabbat Shalom.